Let's bring in Ray Ferraro, our TSN hockey oh, analyst. God. And he will, again, be between the benches tonight. And Ray Ferraro on Leafs Lunch is a presentation of Sierra So Joint Formula 14. What do you make of that? Randy Carlisle just going bananas watching this team play through three games. Well, they're consistent. I mean, they give up 30-plus shots a game. And the tough part is, like, knowing that or hoping that they're going to get this system, you know, like they're going to be able to play it better but having to wait for it. Like, I, coaches, I, you know, I, we always talk about whether they have an impact on the game or not, but it has got to be a torture test knowing that your whole livelihood is dependent on these 20 knuckleheads that sit in front of you. I, I was well aware that the coach was telling me to do the right thing. I just sometimes couldn't do it. Well, and that's the bigger question. you're like, not a coachable athlete. <laughs> really? I was actually very coachable. I tried. That wasn't sometimes, my read. Sometimes it, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Well, and that's what you have to ask yourself. <laughs> like, what if these players just aren't aren't the smartest hockey players in the world? Like, well, what if there is players. some things that go on in that ice where you just think that is just yeah. dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah. They 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 do. I would say the biggest issue they have more than any is that they can't seem to get the chase the puck mentality out of like out of their game. And there's a difference between not being aggressive, you know, like standing in a in the middle in front of your net and not being aggressive to go check somebody in the corner or chasing the puck. Like the puck gets shot, it misses the net, or the goalie makes the save, goes into the corner, and all five guys kind of slide all that way. Now, pretty soon the one half of the ice is empty. They do that all the time. And it's it's not... It, it's not like you can't figure it out, but there seems to be something that they just, as a team, as a group, they can't, they don't have enough guys that are, that are able to do that. How many times do they give up a shot, the goalie makes a save, and it turns into absolute bedlam in their zone? And it, it, there's one guy skates hard, the next guy coasts. It's like they're, they're doing different things on the ice. And it, man, they give up, I think they've, they have given up a minimum of 32 shots a game in their three games. And it's not it's not unrealistic to think that you know that the system takes longer to implement, but man oh man, once in a while could they ever give their goalie a night off? You'd certainly hope so. Cuz yeah. it doesn't happen very much. But that's the thing Ray, you talked about it. It's it's structure in the defensive zone. And you know when I was coached by Jacques Lemaire, he would blow practice down and have guys, he would literally, almost like peewee, Jamie, like, walk over to, like, skate over to guys and say, stand here I know, and keep like, things outside. We talk about this system structure. Playing defense in your own zone is two things. It's paying attention and working. If you can't do that at the NHL level, then you just flat out can't do it and you're ignorant. Because that's all it is, man. You're, you're right. You learn this garbage it's also, in oh, oh, it's, it's The players are ignorant and they don't want to do it. But it's patience, too. Well, okay, yeah, but hang on, guys. They're like, oh, seriously. What, like, what, what not, do you mean, you know seriously? Not, you know it's not that easy. Pardon me? Well, well, okay, I never thought of you as a Selkie Trophy winner. Why don't you just watch your mouth there, pal? I'm not no, talking I'm, about me. I'm being me. serious here. I'm, I'm being serious, too. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about them. Yeah, but you're like, if it's either ignorant and it won't happen. I played with lots of guys that just couldn't do it. <laughs> why, can't you, why can't they do it? 
because they don't read the play well enough. They don't look. There's lots of guys that that had way more skill than me, but for whatever reason, I could see kind of what was in front of me. It just kind of okay. made sense to me. Okay. To, to some guys, it doesn't. Okay. So what is it? Some Ignorance, guys just can't do or is it, it, no, it they're, not, they're just not capable? But the pace not of the capable. game. Yeah, that's some the, of that's it is the question. Not, so they have a group of players that are just not capable of no, playing. It, it, that's it, a, that, that's it's what not we that simple. Some guys are not capable of being good defensive players. Some guys aren't quick enough to be good defensive players. Some guys don't read the play well enough to be good defensive players. Like there, there's all kinds of reasons for it. They shouldn't be as chaotic as they are. I'll tell you this: for all the minuses that I chewed on. I always had my D-man in check. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but you Because some dumb dumb got danced in the corner, and then Arthur Zerbe's glove that he made and stitched up <laughs> fell off his hand, yeah. and hey, I you, take a minus. There's, there's a typical winger. Just stand up by your point. Exactly, I had my though. guy. Exactly, though. But all that, the chaos is down around the net, so it's either my fault or Noodle's fault. But, Somebody's. But here, it here's, mine. It I wanna, mine. I want to interject here because I think sometimes, and, and this is getting back to what I was talking about, Sometimes less is more because guys are chasing the puck and you want to work hard and you want to be a a difference maker and you're actually running out of position. I mean, the puck has to get through you to get to the front of the net. And to me, there's times where you can leave a guy on the outside and say, man, if he scores from out there, you turn around and you give your goaltender the hairy eyeball. But if he scores from the slot because you go running out and you allow a perfect lane and the goaltender gets hung out to dry either on a backdoor play or, an, or a play where the guy's in the slot, like to me that has to be sorted out. And I watch the Toronto Maple Leafs in their own zone. And it's not that – I'm of the belief it's not that they're not working hard enough. They're not working smart. And to me – it should be slow things down sometimes, not all the time, but but close off plays, close off plays, and protect the house. Also, that's, just that basically what I said. No, but the thing <laughs> is, though, here's the thing. Again, the game is at such a huge pace that maybe these players just can't figure it out. Not all of them, like Ray has said. There's a couple right. where, like, you look at certain players. We always pick on Kessel, but we'll use him as an example. Right. I think Kessel is an incredibly smart hockey player. Mm-hmm. I think I'll bet you you sat down at a whiteboard with him, he'd go Einstein on you. Like, he, he'd start breaking things down, and he'd say, wait a minute, you saw that? And sometimes he just decides to play the game differently because so he wants to get out of the zone. He wants to. But then there are other players. You look at Jake Gardner. I don't think he's just the smartest hockey player in the world. Right. So I just think he reads it differently. Uh, I would say that there are, um, without question, you'd, you'd, oh, you played with Ronnie Francis. Yes. Was there a smarter guy than Ronnie. I no. mean, he was blessed with this great skill. Genius but, player in both zones of the rink. He, he, yes, but he's a Hall of Famer. So, like, he'd stand there and, and like, he'd put his stick in a place and the puck would just hit it. And you'd be like, I wonder why he did that. But he did it all the time. It mm-hmm. wasn't luck. Some guys, it's just, it's slow motion in front of them. Some guys, it's like it's going a thousand miles an hour. Well, that's why you don't put four flying slugs on the penalty kill because they can't understand the play. Smart guys, but smart you can't, gifted forwards, they understand what's going through the brains of the people on the power play. But so two things: one is you don't want or don't want, and they're not going to. You're you're 
top end guys. They're not they're not going to get into shooting lanes very often. Agreed. That's just not going to happen. And and number two, they can't play 22 or three minutes anymore. Mm-hmm. The game's too fast. So you so hopefully your the guys that you have that you're using the penalty kill, they can be somewhat functional for you. They they have to be. They have to spread the minutes out. I think tonight the game is decided in in the neutral zone. Because if Colorado comes through there with speed, like if they get out into the neutral zone with speed, and Toronto, part of their system is is blocking up the middle of the ice. If they don't block it up, man, they're gonna they're gonna have a long night. But conversely, if Toronto can get the puck into Colorado's end with speed, that defense is they're not winning any Norris trophies over there either. I agree. Well, that's true. They they want to trade chances because they have the ability. That that's what they did last year. They're trying to shore it up, but I agree. The neutral zone where the speed is going to be handed out. The Leafs that that's conducive to their game too. They mo- they both might be flying tonight. Well, it both could be, teams. but you know, I guess I, I want to get back to and I, I, we'll, we'll put the argument behind us, but the biggest thing for me is I would love to see in the defensive zone where it is getting a little bit running around somebody retreat to position i've never i haven't seen that in a long time where a winger gets sucked down too low and he pops back into the middle to help support mm-hmm. i haven't seen a d man that that jumps down low and is out of position retreat to kind of the front of the net and say okay i'm going to reset here and then work my way out uh, too many too many times it's it's running around it's it's not stopping and starting and that's that's I know Jake Gardner's a, a a healthy scratch and and he he's guilty of that. They're all their D are guilty of it. But but Gardner because he's such a good skater, he doesn't stop on a lot of pucks. Noodles, noodles. Yesterday you weren't here. I com- it, it came to me yesterday. He he reminds me of Jeff Norton. Oh yeah, Norton. Yeah. And and so the the lack of stop and start hurts absolutely. To go in a straight line, um, he doesn't do it near enough for for how he should or how he needs to do it um there's a there's a shift we're going to show in the pregame tonight uh late in the first period against pittsburgh and and it's kessel van reemsdyk and bozak nobody stops for about 20 seconds against pittsburgh's fourth line and they never toronto never touches the puck if somebody would have just if if the team would have realized okay look we're now we're in panic mode here Let's just get back to a set. They probably would have slowed the play down, but they just kept chasing it around and around and around and around. That was against the fourth line. Zach, Zach Sill and uh, Adams. You know, I mean, it was like really they can't even they can't even deny these guys. Yeah, they have to get better at it. We'll see in 20 games if this system makes a difference because clearly they're not all on the same page yet, and there is a learning curve to it. But if in 15 or 20 games they're still giving up 30-plus shots a night, they're sunk. It's going to be another long year. Right, exactly. And, and that's the kind of stuff that, that can be coached. That's the kind of stuff. And to yeah. your point, Noodles, and I think you're spot on, stopping in the, in the storm and saying, I'm going back to the front of the net, finding a man, and I'm going right. to settle this game down. I'll meet but you Brian, there. You know, and when I do find that guy, I'm going to chop him behind the knees so he falls to the ground. <laughs> that's okay, too. Yeah. But, but like that. You know, like in anything, when, when the panic gets on, there's, it's, it's way easier to continue to panic than it is to settle down. Right. Yeah. And, and the, the best players, they can kind of figure it out and slow everything down. The other ones, 
we're just running all over the bloody place. We're trying to help. So now we're going to go help the next guy. The puck goes right by me to my guy. Oops. Now we got problems. Now we need now we need our goalie to bail us out again. We don't know if Gardner's going to end up playing tonight. And O brought this question up earlier. If he does play and he still continues to play in a similar fashion, what does that say about his message intake and the ability to pick up on that message? What does it say big picture going forward? Well, the, the biggest issue would be is if you put him back in the lineup and it's the same stuff, uh, go back to the Pittsburgh game, the, the first goal against, he's got a 15-foot pass to Brandon Cozen. It would have been a fantastic pass if Cozen was left-handed, but he's right-handed. And, like, it was a simple play. He missed it, it went to the point, it ended up in the net. Like, if, if, he, is, if he can't play to what his capabilities are coming back after a scratch, and it might not be right away, but if he can't do that, then you really have to wonder if he can absorb what they need him to absorb. And that, that is the biggest, to me, is the biggest wild card. Uh, I was told this morning that um, every year so far it's been Gardner, you know, struggles mightily in the first part of the season. And in the last half of the year, he's, he's always near their best defenseman. If, if that's the case, then it's going to be a bumpy ride. I don't know why it would take him longer to get going every year, but if it does, he's got to figure out a different way to prepare for the season. Like, if that's really what it is, then he's got to figure out a different way to prepare. But putting a player in the lineup, taking him out, putting him in, taking him out, that never works. You know, like people are saying, why don't they take Robodaw out? I think Robodaw played, I don't know, did he play 10 games last year after he broke his leg the first time? He's got to play. They've got to keep him in the lineup because he's, He's got to get some games back underneath him. Now, I don't know if he's going to be able to, to catch the pace of being a top defenseman again, but they've got to play him to find out. Gardner's got to get back in the lineup, and they've got to leave him there to play some games. But if he doesn't absorb the message, man, that's a, that's a way bigger issue. Well, especially when you consider they just handed him a five-year contract uh, over the summer, and clearly they've made a commitment to him. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, some people are jumping the gun, and some people are going to wonder what's going to happen in terms of trades. I mean, it's way too soon to even contemplate anything like that. But they're committed to Morgan Riley long-term. As of today, they're committed to Dion. They just gave him a seven-year deal. He's three games into a seven-year deal. And if you're, if you're committing to the three left, three right defensemen, which I think would be silly in the end in terms of asset management to, to throw something away because of the way he shoots. But as of right now, they seem to be committed in terms of the in-season adjustments, and they like what Stuart Percy's bringing. Um, something's going to have to give at some point down the road, you would think. I, it w- and it will. I mean, there'll be an injury. Somebody will play poorly. Um, I would say it's entirely likely that Percy's game will, will take a, a step back somewhere. Most 20, 21 year old defensemen do. Um, that they're, um, you know, they play well for a while, they struggle a bit. Well, then you could get him out, let him take a breather, and get Gardner back in. Um, but then you've got to play him. Whenever he goes back in, he's got to play. And so you give him the opportunity, and then I guess it's entirely up to him. Right? It's a, you, you know, you can coach and video and and beg and plead, and, but eventually it comes up to the player and he just has to perform. There's all the tools there. It's can he manage them the right way. And, and I guess we're going to find out, but the Leafs took a pretty healthy bet on him. That's for sure. Jamie said wanting out would be a suck way of going about it. 
at any particular time would he look at this situation and say, there's the golden child Morgan Riley, there's this young kid Stu Percy, he's coming up the pipe. Can he ever look at this situation and say, maybe I won't ever fit in here and have a prominent role with these two other guys here? I mean, I don't, I don't know him well enough to know if he would ever, you know, would, would, you know, I don't know him well enough at all to, to know whether he would think like that. If I were him, um, I would look and go, they just gave me a five-year deal. They must think I can play. <laughs> so just deal with it. I'm just going to deal with it because something's going to change in the five years. Yeah, and plus you got to look at context. O said. I would be on the horn to my agent, and I, I said, well, didn't you say did that. So. No, 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 no. What no. did you say? There was 100% agent brought up in this. <laughs> exactly. Whole I said, why are you, you calling guys, your agent? Listen, I'll tell you what. I pay attention. I did not say that. <laughs> oh, really? This is great. This is rich. I pay attention to what I say, yet you're forgetting what you said. This I just is not want, commentary. I'm not. Get, I'm, not I'm not going to partake in this. So you're going to play the fifth now? <laughs> you just go ahead and, and do whatever you got to do. <laughs> okay, we will. No, I, I think the biggest... Go ahead. All right, see you later. Bye. All, the point being is I, I wanted context with that because I didn't want him calling his agent and having Hankinson tweet out something ridiculous again. I thought that was stupid to start off with, and I wouldn't want to see that again. If you have a bump in the road, it happens to everyone. They're young. Let him play his way out of it instead of causing a big controversy three games into the season. Uh, I I think this is probably a bigger deal to to all of the people covering the team than it is in there. Agreed. Um, Gardner doesn't look like he to me outwardly anyway doesn't look like he's in any danger of a heart attack at at any time soon. He looks like he's you know pretty happy go lucky, and I'm sure he's sour that he got scratched, and all he can do is work and wait for his chance to get back in, and then then it's as we said. Then he's got to absorb the message. And, and play. That, that, I mean, it, it really becomes very simple, and there's really no emotionality to it. The, you know, the, the, the fly in the ointment is he's got a five-year deal, so he's going to play. Like that, that's what I don't think people understand. He's got a five-year deal. That means he's playing. Right. It's somebody else's problem. Uh, they just brought Roman Polak and Stefan Robida here. They are playing doesn't matter what you think they are playing that's the way it goes the, to me the only way this works is percy's got to come out of the lineup and gardner's got to go back in because that's all that's going to happen they're not taking riley or Fanoff out they just you know franz and they need them for the power play they just signed the other two guys you know reality is what reality is right it's like you can you can pretend all you want it's not fantasy team you can't bench a guy just to bench him if someone's coming out of the lineup, it's going to be Percy in the near term. Why don't we switch places? You go on the panel, and I'll go between the glass. They, there's no chance they could get you in there. <laughs> that was so what on did a you tee. Just say? That was a pro what did you just v, say? A pro V on a T for him. What did you just say, you little weasel? Well, if you kept your headset on, I said there's no way they could get you in there. They'd have to drop you straight from the roof. <laughs> I love it. That's like good. honey That's boo. We got to end this. Like segment. honey boo boo. Um, All right, we're going to get to the uh, Ted Nolan audio here in just a moment. We're chatting with Ray Ferraro, our TSN hockey analyst. Uh, He'll be between the benches, nice and snug tonight on (laughs) TSN 4, and the O-Dog will be nice and snug on the panel. Um, But the Sabres are 0-3. 
and they're they're not playing well. Poor awful. They only had 12 shots last night. Yeah. And uh, let's play this commentary post game from the head coach Ted Nolan. Here's what Ted Nolan had to say about his team and the breakdown of their game against the Anaheim Ducks yesterday. It was like a NHL team playing against a, a peewee team. And they, just, uh, they dominated us from, from start to finish. They, they did all the right things, and, and we did everything that we could do wrong. We did wrong. Those are harsh comments. What, game three of the year, Ray? I mean, who does he think he's coaching, though, the 85 Oilers? <laughs> well, I can. you know, we talked about the stress of coaching. Could you imagine standing back there? And watching that? Oh, yeah. I would literally walk off the bench and tell the assistants to deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. I'm going back in there. <laughs> I'll watch this in the video room. <laughs> you assistants can handle this. Like, I tweeted out last night, Stamkos had 12 shots last night. That's crazy. The Sabres had 12 shots last <laughs> night. Like, that is, I can't even, the worst I have ever played on, we had 15 shots one night against Minnesota. Straight across the board, 5-5-5. Five, five, five. And that was like death. Going back to the bench, like, we can't even touch the puck. Like, Ray, how, how bad are we? Ray, you know what I think is going to happen this year? Agree or disagree with this statement. I think someone's going to get 10 points. I think a Sidney Crosby or a Malkin or somebody's going to wheel into Carolina or Buffalo and put up a 10 spot. 10's a lot. Wow. I, I, think, I think we will see a big night. Some, for Honestly, I don't know if you guys watched the game. I know Jamie was doing the Ottawa game last night. Stamco should have had, not could have, should have had six goals last night. Yeah, he's going to really? wheel into Carolina one night, and he's going to bury eight goals and have and four assists in one night. <laughs> and that was against the Habs last night he did yeah. that. Yeah. Like if, it's going to happen this year. Someone's I think he might get, be right. Yeah, someone someone's going to get Sittler. ten points. Someone might go Sittler. Because, and this is yeah. another thing from a Leaf angle, and I know we always bring it back here, but anyone screaming McDavid and Eichel? Go watch Carolina and Buffalo and then shut your yaps. Because oh, as bad as the Leafs can look at times, those two teams. They're not even close. It's not even close. They no, are they're so not the horrible. Ball. They're not in the ballpark for yeah. now. The best part about the – so I'm watching the two games simultaneously. And maybe the best thing, aside from Stamkos just dominating the game, was from Florida, they put up this pack of noodles playing goal. <laughs> Yes. When he was playing for Florida, I made a skate save. I think it was. Incre- I'm like, oh my God, noodles, bend your knees. He looked like he had a coat hanger on, and they were hanging him. And he made a couple of toe saves. One time he fell on his pads, but he got he got up pretty quickly because I don't think he was very comfortable. There. I didn't want any snow on them. <laughs> it was one of the best things that I've seen. He should be playing for Buffalo. Right. Yes. Noodles. Right now, Noodles, you should play for Buffalo. I told you, Ray, as bad as they are, and you toss Johnny Enroth in the pipes for 60 tilts, you are going to get murdered Look out there. out. Yeah, Noodles, you were the last of a dying breed. Nah. The well, Eddie Mio Nabokov, who is getting his first start for Tampa tonight, is the last of the stand-ups. He's a hybrid, but he's a stand-up. All right. Well, I'm yeah, because you get that. closer to 40, you can't bend over and fall <laughs> down anymore. Right. Believe me, I knew it was time. Love those guaranteed contracts in the NHL. The equivalent in the NFL, you would have been the kicker from Detroit who got cut after the second week of the season. Now, doesn't doesn't Buffalo play in Carolina tonight? Oh, that'll be a doozy. I'm going to have to pick that in my pro-line picks. There you go. I mean, they, there's no way they could approach that attendance figure in Florida. But <laughs> no. I can't imagine this is a ticket that everybody's... 
clamoring to buy. Me neither. All right, buddy, we got to fly, but uh, we'll catch you between the benches tonight on TSN4 and in studio tomorrow. We're looking I'm forward to it. I'm coming early, oh. I'm Love coming early. It. It's going to be hey, a beautiful thing. Hey, will you be thing. bringing your – could you maybe order some extra lunch into your lunch bag? Don't we have to go to commercial? <laughs> no, honestly. that's a legitimate question. The no, delivered Get him off the air. Cut the <laughs> phone off. <laughs> like, delivered if you could just order like an extra, just <laughs> you know, I don't know, like, yeah. you know, stuff that you don't really order. Like Make sure you're sculling. Like you that. put some gel in your sculler before you get here. <laughs> Let's go. This Commercial. has been off the rails since the first question, I believe. So, <laughs> Have right, a nice buddy. day, boys. We'll there see you later. Is. Ray Ferraro, TSN Hockey Analyst.